SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Is joint pain keeping you down? It's time to bounce back with the help of Uzu CBD Plus. That's Y-U-Z-U-C-B-D-plus.com. Featuring gummies, delicious chocolates, capsules, and lotions, Uzu CBD Plus is your number one choice for all natural pain relief. Tired of side effects from prescription pills? Take pain management into your own hands the natural way. Use the promo code BLESSING for 10% off your first order and free shipping on orders of $100 or more, plus products for pets too. Visit UzuCBDPlus.com today. There are 24 hours in every day. 1,440 minutes. 86,400 seconds. And we still have trouble squeezing all this glorious sports talk in. Have you thought about maybe sleeping less? This is the Sports Grid Radio Network. Live from Sin City. Vegas, baby, Vegas! It's Vegas Sportsbook Radio with Brian Blessing. All right, kids, here we go. Vegas Sportsbook Radio, Brian Blessing, Stevie Slapshot. Follow him on Twitter. He's an incredible guy, at Stevie Slapshot. Follow me, at Brian Blessing. All our show links, all the good information available on my Twitter account. Chris Bavona is back yeah, well, in New York. The dude abides. And, yeah. The dude abides. We're going we're gonna to make that our regular theme. Just don't throw the ashes into the wind. Oh, Referring well, back to yesterday. Well played. Brian Blessing was a good bowler and a good man. <laughs> uh, that, that is one of the funniest scenes of, of all time. Tony Ashes. It's on his, all over his sunglasses and in his beard. Oh, well. Worth a chuckle to start the day. Hey, listen, we had the NCAA tournament yesterday, which was... Kind of cool. It was a treat. It was weird that not starting on Thursday, Friday, starting on Friday. And then it was kind of bonus basketball on Monday, which was good stuff. Now the odd dynamic, Stevie, is we don't, we're not doing the Thursday, Friday night primetime Sweet 16 games. We're taking the act to the weekend. So we're, we're on the weekend from this point forward. Different, but the basketball compelling nonetheless to see these kids. Get Nothing's the been the same track. since last March, has it? Hey, I just I noticed a lot of lower seeds going out. That one number one is gone, Illinois. You've got two number twos and and three number threes and a couple of number fours already gone. Is that is that normal? Does that that many lower seeds go out I normally? Think it's a different world in college basketball now. A, it used to be. Let's just go back. I don't know. A decade, maybe, let's say, yeah, a decade's fine. The one seed would play the 16 seed, and the line would be Duke would be minus 28 and a half. Right. Those numbers are gone. Right. The playing field is much more level than it's ever been. And now you're seeing the Loyolas of the world, you know, the mid-majors. Ohio beat Virginia. Virginia kind of came in there. They had issues coming in with covid so that one was really wasn't that surprising. But now you get that Cinderella moment in the first round. Then you start to see some of the boat races, and you thin the herd. But then there are still some wild matchups to come. I mean, 
Oral Roberts against Arkansas is interesting. A 15 seeds breathing. Uh, look at Loyola. I mean, here we are in the Sweet 16, and you're going to have an 8-12 matchup. I mean, that is odd. Yeah. I'm, I'm looking forward but to But the 11 seeds, Stevie. The 11 seeds. Don't forget, remember the one year VCU got in and it was, oh, they shouldn't be in. They were the big one that everybody – There were, listen, it happens every year. Did we not say this? This happens every year that the, when Selection Sunday comes and everybody starts to pick apart and tear apart what the committee does in terms of who gets in, this happens every year. They're wrong on some occasions. But what is always there, the polarizing teams, the handful of them, some of them, if not the majority of them, they reward the committee's faith for putting them in. The one-year VCU shouldn't have gotten into the tournament. They had to play at Dayton. Well, it didn't stop until the Final Four. This year, Syracuse was the one. How did Syracuse get in? And A, A, how did Syracuse get in? B, if they got in, how were they not one of the teams that had to play in the first four? Look who's playing in the Sweet 16. Yeah. The committee usually gets the polarizing team right. We were concerned about Villanova, too, without Gillespie. They're doing pretty well so far. So the Arkansas game, we'll have some fun with that. Our buddy Tony Neville, who is just a treat to be with on Tuesdays, <laughs> we call it Tony Tuesday, he's coming in studio today, so his Razorbacks will be in action. That's a big win for them. Texas Tech was no easy out. But now, interesting, you talk about the path for a team like Arkansas. Now you get Oral Roberts. I mean, obviously, a big boy's in the offing after that with uh, the winner of the Baylor-Villanova game. But we'll dive into the brackets, and we'll look into that uh, with Tony Neville in hour number two coming in. And on our first hour, Vinny Maliulo, legendary bookmaker here in Las Vegas, gets the fun started. And Adam Burke from ATS.io will join us. We'll look ahead to the numbers for the games that will be played on the weekend. I, I'm trying to find a way, as I do every day, Stevie. I just want to get through today. I want it to be, you know, efficient and worthwhile. But tomorrow... I'm here. You have no shot. Tomorrow, the WGC Dell Match Play starts. Oh, it's one of my favorite events of the year. It is so much fun. It's just constant action and then real wagering opportunities in day two because it's a round-robin thing. It used to be a guy would lose, bye-bye, you're going home. Now there's a round-robin aspect to it. It's a great, great event and a great betting event. And uh, we'll dive into that today. Glad to be with you. With Stevie Slapshot and Chris Pavona, I'm Brian Blessing. We're off to the races on a Tuesday. Coming up next, Vinny Maliulo is going to join us. We invite you to keep it right here on the Sports Grid Radio Network and on Sirius 204. Coming back to Vegas in a moment. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. 
Is joint pain keeping you down? It's time to bounce back with the help of Uzu CBD Plus. That's Y-U-Z-U-C-B-D-plus.com. Featuring gummies, delicious chocolates, capsules, and lotions, Uzu CBD Plus is your number one choice for all natural pain relief. Tired of side effects from prescription pills? Take pain management into your own hands the natural way. Use the promo code BLESSING for 10% off your first order and free shipping on orders of $100 or more, plus products for pets too. Visit UzuCBDPlus.com today. You're listening to Vegas Sportsbook Radio with Brian Blessing on Sports Grid Radio, Sirius XM Channel 204. All right, giddy up. We're back with you here, Vegas Sportsbook Radio. Brian Blessing, Stevie Slapshot. Love Tuesdays. Our good friend Vinny Maliulo joins us from Gone Gaming, LVDC. They take care of the horse players in the state of Nevada from a paramutual perspective. And involved Gone Gaming with our friends at Oasis 4955 South Decatur. If you're coming in from out of town, check out where the locals go. If you're a sports fan, the food, the drink, the table, uh, the games at the uh, that are available, the gaming promotions with incredible cashback offers. It's just a fun place, so we invite you guys to come in. And, of course, I joke, Stevie, with our dear friend Vinny. Oscar Goodman came over to the Superbook with us Thursday. And as, even when Oscar was the mayor, I said, there is an alternative mayor out there. There's one in 1A. One Vinny Maliulo <laughs> is the second mayor of Las Vegas because, he, A, he's top shelf, and, B, he knows how to work a room. Vinny Maliulo, I imagine the first four days of the tournament, you were out. Well, how do you shake hands and kiss babies in a pandemic? A lot of fist pumping, buddy. A lot of fist pumping and elbows. Um, <laughs> you, yeah. you got calluses on your knuckles? I'm you, man. <laughs> It's like uh, a sign of the times. Now, nah, good. Uh, thanks. Uh, thanks uh, uh, to be with you, Brian. Always good to be with you and, and Stevie. And uh, you know what? Just I, I'll tell you what. I'm I'm impressed with the way the uh, the folks, uh, not only viewing but betting the tournament, the way they've adjusted. You know, uh, obviously, uh, yesterday was was a big day. Uh, you know, Thursday was very different. Those were the play-in games and a couple of NIT games. And uh, they carry over to yesterday. Now, I'm not going to say that yesterday was as busy as Saturday. Uh, no, but there was certainly uh, some carryover uh, from Sunday to yesterday. But when you take into consideration that things really got underway late Wednesday night uh, and then Thursday, especially with that UCLA-Michigan State game, which was bet as much as any game this weekend. I mean, that was that a, right? a, a terrific handle. and. Uh, you know, got the actually got the books off to a, a good start uh, on on Wednesday on Thursday night. But when you com- when you take everything into consideration, uh, Wednesday night I'll call it or Thursday through yesterday, uh, very pleased with the handle and uh, all indications are that uh, you know the folks responded well. I, look, you saw it yourself, brother. A lot of a lot of folks in town, even though we're at fifty percent occupancy, we were spread out throughout properties at South Point. Ballrooms opened, a showroom for viewing, uh, all lounges, uh, event center, and everything. Uh, plenty of kiosks, uh, as well as the walk-up counter. So, really good response. Uh, first, um, you know, full disclosure. First three days, I would say went to, went to the house, but yesterday was uh, was a good day for the, for the betters uh, as they prepared to get and, uh, get reloaded for for this Saturday. Don't forget this weekend; it's different too, right? It's not Thursday yeah. through Sunday again. It's Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. 
so Saturday and Sunday, Sweet 16 days. Uh, Monday, Tuesday will be Elite Eight days, uh, setting us up. For it's funny the from the handle perspective, Vinny. I wonder. God, I want to dive into that a little bit, but that's an interesting dynamic because they're saying in the first segment that yesterday was a fun treat on a Monday. We've n- never had that before, but we skipped out on Thursday last week. So you know, give and take. But now you're talking about the Elite Eight that get the primetime slot at night on Monday, Tuesday, instead of the Sweet 16 that gets the primetime slot on Thursday and Friday. I wonder if that wouldn't really jack the handle up because on the weekend, people are going to pump away on the Sweet 16. They're ready for the the revamp of the tournament. But then to lead in and hook them into the Monday, Tuesday night primetime games, I bet you the handle jacks up just on the schedule alone. I think you'll see a lot of carryover from Sunday into Monday, you know, Brian, uh, for sure. I, I, I'm, I'm glad this uh, of this. I, I'm glad that we're in the Western time zone because when you look at the times of some <laughs> of these games, you know, uh, if you're operating a book back east, uh, you, you got a bit a little bit of a challenge, right? And uh, you know, and, and again, they're just looking to do good business, and they got. You know, I mean, in New Jersey alone, you got about 40 million people to draw from within a couple hours' drive. But still, um, it would set up. It sets up nicely for us, given the Western time zone and the time, uh, the times of the games. And so, uh, yeah, I, I'm. You know, I, I think we'll. I think business will be just fine. Yeah, listen, what we've seen is people want to get out. You know, Brian and. It, again, we had locals who were getting out when we went to 50 percent a couple of weeks back. Uh, in terms of uh, COVID protocols here in the state. Uh, but we had a lot of visitors in town last week as well, and that's a good sign. So uh, I'm not saying that we're we're back to uh, where we need to be, but I, we're certainly trending in the right direction. Uh, the vaccine is providing a comfort level for folks. So uh, I, I think, you know, business, we're not going to be disappointed when the gaming numbers come in. Typically what? It's about 350, it's between 350 and $400 million in the month of March. Uh, I don't know if we're going to have we're not going to have a, a, a typical March, but what has been typical in the last 14 months, nothing. Uh, but I think you know we're not going to be disappointed by the numbers, that's for sure. Stevie, forgive me. I mean, Vinny will be with us for another segment. We'll dive into the game specifically, but just listening to you talk, Vinny, on the mobile app and the in-game wagering, I just wanted to throw this out there. It's not like I don't get involved with in-game wagering. I think maybe more with hockey, I would be clowning around with totals or like I'd be watching a game and say, oh, I want to check the in-game and turn the app on and say I will make a decision and do it. The learning curve and how people implement the in-game wagering. I did something the other night, even with in-game wagering, I don't know that I've really done before, Vinny, and it was the most compelling thing. I needed the over, oh, forgive me, I think it was the Oregon State game. It was the last leg of a parlay, whatever. And then I ended up getting, I had the over in the game, and I had a 10.5-point middle to come back with the under. So I'm following the game along and watching the total fluctuate up and down every basket. I just was monitoring the the in-game aspect of the game. It was... So compelling, like, I'm looking good. Oh, now it's in doubt. I'm looking a lot better. And then making that decision, when to pull the trigger to come back the other way. Yeah. 
the learning curve for in-game wagering and to follow along as a game is going on, it is so intriguing. Well, I think you bring up a good point, Brian. So let's let's look at that and break it down. So you're you're a, a good a case study, if you will. So we're, a year ago at this time, say pre-pandemic, uh, and and go to the tournament in uh, 2019. Uh, did you get involved with in-game? Yeah, no, I, I mean, I, I, I a little bit, right? But do you find a little, yourself a little, getting a little, more? a little bit? I, right. I would say I'm watching a game and I go, oh, I'm gonna go to the in game. This right. one, I just never turned it off and was following. Yeah, you're you're more engaged now. You're more yes. engaged now, and I think what what the what the uh, the pandemic has done is, first of all, there's a lot more activity on the mobile apps than ever before, and and I you know that that's that's great and it's very convenient and it certainly helped to contribute to the handle, even though, again, we're only at 50% capacity, right? So there's a comfort level that's not intimidating at all, but you're finding the engagement on the in-game, particularly with the mobile app. Mobile apps, period, but with, with there's much more engagement with the mobile app uh, for the in-game this year than ever before. And, again, it's uh, I, I think it's, it, it's, you know, folks are getting uh, more comfortable with it, but they're also becoming, quite frankly, more savvy with it. And uh, finding the opportunities to do that. The game you're talking about uh, between Oregon State and Oklahoma State, right? Uh, had to be a I got about game 30 seconds. Go ahead. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, you had to because that game, uh, that one had fallen 150. Uh, and it was bet, you know, from 142. And they went under, but if you had it under, you went over, you back, well, you went back and forth, vice versa. Well, I, you stayed alive the whole time. Hey, Vin, real quick, I, we're up against the break. I, I'm going to hit the button under 76. And as yep. I'm about to hit the button, it goes, the line changed. It was under 76 and a half. Except that it Don't blink. It. Sure enough, Vinny, it <laughs> fell 76. That uh, It's unbelievable. A conversation with Vinny Maliolo continues on Sportsbook Radio. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Is joint pain keeping you down? It's time to bounce back with the help of Uzu CBD Plus. That's Y-U-Z-U-C-B-D-plus.com. Featuring gummies, delicious chocolates, capsules, and lotions, Uzu CBD Plus is your number one choice for all natural pain relief. Tired of side effects from prescription pills? Take pain management into your own hands the natural way. Use the promo code BLESSING for 10% off your first order and free shipping on orders of $100 or more, plus products for pets too. Visit UzuCBDPlus.com today. Is the Sports Grid Radio Network. I love the theme song because you know what happened? Sportsbook Radio, Brian Blessing, Stevie Slapshot from the KSHP Studios in Las Vegas, Sports Grid Radio Network, Series Channel 204. The love aspect, I went down Saturday to the Golden Nugget. Thursday, Friday, we were over, well, Wednesday, we were at Sunset Station. Correct. Thursday, Friday, Jay Cornegay and the gang, we were over at the Superbook, and that was great. Saw a few people there. But Saturday went down specifically to the Golden Nugget for years. Have made many friends in the NCAA tournament, the, the March fever, they call it. And Vinny Maliulo's our guest. Vinny, I, we missed it last year. So it was two years since we yeah. saw these people. It's a group that comes in from 
New York, and then a group from California. They became friends, and now it's this one big hodgepodge of people you met over the last 10 years, and they're like six, seven people, and they're all good friends. And it's like, man, good to see you. It, it was two years, but the, the camaraderie, and I know that was going on at yeah. the South Point too, wasn't it? Yeah, that's, that's a great point. But, you know, sports wagering is, is a very social environment but the, the NCAA tournament brings that out more than anything even more than the Super Bowl I mean because you do have groups of folks men and women who make the trick every year right they, they make that trip and they, they uh, build a little vacation around particularly the first four days and of course last year we lost that but this year it was nice to see some of the groups come back and you know, to them, because there was uh, no tournament last year, they're keeping their streak alive. There's one group out there, I think it's 21 years, uh, they came out uh, from the Midwest. Uh, and uh, there was a few of them who did not make the trip, but uh, most of them did. And you're right, Brian. I mean, there's there's groups, that, and you see them every year. And it, it was nice It was nice to see the folks again and, uh, you know, get reacquainted. And you could see, I, I don't want to quite call it a relief, but a release, you know, of... Uh, of that energy, and uh, you know what they were—they were having a good time, enjoying themselves, and doing a little bit of everything too. Remember, it's here we've got the really the best of everything, and uh, you know you you got not only the games but everything else that goes on throughout the property uh, that that everybody enjoys too. So there's no setting like this. I just can't wait for the day. Not only that, you know, we've talked about Las Vegas getting a Super Bowl at some point, but remember this: at some point, uh, we're going to get a. Uh, uh, at least a, you know, a, we call it a, a regional, uh, a pod, but definitely a Final Four because Final Fours are now in football stadiums, and uh, we've got one of those now, so uh, we'll uh, we'll get there. That's going to be the, uh, the the greatest Final Four of all once uh, once we have it here in Las Vegas. Mayor Maliulo, the uh, Super Bowl and the Final Four not far away here in Vegas, in, in my opinion. Hey, coming into this tournament, Vinny, uh, the, the question for Gonzaga was, are they a really good team, or are they just kings of the West Coast Conference? I think the, the, the win against Oklahoma gives them even a little more confidence. Not that they weren't confident in themselves, but now they've got that in their back pocket. I, I think you know they say to themselves, hey, we can play with the big boys, and, and I think they're a little more confident going forward now. Yeah, good point, Steve. You know, the, the knock, if there was a knock on Gonzaga, it was that they, they coasted through a very – Easy conference in the West Coast Conference, right? I mean, you know the uh, the, the the game, the, the title game for the, here at, at the Orleans against BYU was was cold. They were losing, uh, and they turned it on in the second half. Uh, the other knock has been maybe their depth, but I will tell you this: uh, this is a team, and I got to credit Few with uh, Coach Few with this. Is it's just that they are on an absolute mission. Uh, they're they're good. They're legit. They're the team to beat. I mean, it, it's kind of setting up. Maybe you know we're gonna are we gonna see them and uh, uh, in Baylor? I don't know. Uh, the closest game they had all year was a six point win very early on against West Virginia. But the reality is this: uh, Gonzaga is good. They uh, you know what what could what could pose a problem for them is is simply you know maybe they have an off night and somebody has a phenomenal night, uh, but. The reality is Gonzaga is the team to beat, and uh, they're they're definitely legit. So I give them credit. I give I tell you the biggest surprise though, guys is is got to be the, the the Pac-12. I mean this was Bingo. a conference that was written off, and you know uh, UCLA is a playing team. 
to me, I've had to. Those are the biggest adjustments, Vinny, power rating wise. It happens uh, every teams. year. We said we'll we'll find out as it goes on, but it will happen. Uh, you know who's the monster and who's the phony. It happens every year, and you sit here and go, "Hey, the SEC is pretty good. The Pac-12, this is ridiculous. What's going on? Big Twelve, Big Ten, they're they're coughing up a lung on their sneakers." That's the nature of the beast. And I was specifically going to ask you about that. Thank you for the segue. The Oregon-Southern Cal game. Now, Oregon only plays the one game, and they lose to Oregon State, so they're flattered by that because Oregon State wins their two games. But they only have to play the one game. Look great against Iowa. But now they're playing USC, who after they played looked great against Kansas in a game that looked like it was going to be in the pick'em range. It goes to USC two. Is is that a function of the last thing people saw? Well, it's it's a couple of things. Yeah, I mean, it, certainly there's an element of anticipation and and perception out there, right? And and at the beginning, you know, they were fading the the Pac-12 schools, right? When you we look go back again, I'll talk about that Thursday night game between Michigan State uh, and UCLA, which you know ran three points. Uh, to the to the Spartans. I mean, the game uh, got as high as three, three and a half in some places off the pick'em opener. So, yeah, I mean, you're you're seeing a, a a situation here now where UCLA was favored yesterday. I mean, they were dogs in their first couple of games, uh, and they bet them up to six yesterday from the uh, from four, four and a half. So, look, it, you know, there's it, always been that knock, right? Syracuse a few years ago was a playing team. They wound up going to the Final Four. The way the West Coast schools are playing, and it's a style. Uh, you know, I'll include Gonzaga in this. They just come at you. I mean, and they shoot. Uh, UCLA has defended extremely well uh, these last couple of games. And uh, I'll tell you what, these are these are teams with athletes. they got confidence now, and uh, they're, they're very dangerous, guys. There's no doubt about it. Biggest surprise and the biggest adjustments power rating-wise are the, uh, the Pac-12 schools. Vinny, I mean, you're the guy to ask, and this is a kind of a loaded question, sorry, but all the jurisdictions and all the markets and betting around the country is now legal, and the apps and the explosion of the industry. Obviously, Las Vegas has so many other things to do other than just sports betting, but you're the guy to ask because you were on the ground floor of this from day one, and that old Vegas mentality, and I know people are... Not making a truckload of dough right now, and we're kind of in a starting over mode. But do you think collectively Vegas should really adopt more of that old Vegas mentality? You know, hey, hey you know, whatever drinks, the whole nine yards, and go back to what kind of turn it back to what it was, and less of the corporate thing because this is available everywhere. You want people to come in here and have the Vegas experience, and I just, I just wonder if if we're not better at some point to blend our way back to what it used to be yeah you know bright so i get i get asked that a lot uh uh you know but but again let's let's remember you know i came here in a station wagon not a covered wagon so let's not get too carried away but um <laughs> the, the the thing about it is you're never going to get back there it's we're never going to go back to to the to the 70s uh and so but there's something to be said about it. But to your point, you do have a choice now as a visitor. I mean, when you look at uh, some of the uh, you know business models and pricing models, uh, mm-hmm. there is uh, some of the traditions that you're talking about. Go to the South Point. Again, I'll, I'll, I'll be a homer here, but 
you know, the Gons have a philosophy that uh, goes well, back to Jackie Gon, you know, and, and it works for them. But, uh, you know, uh, I'd say, you know, Derek Stevens got a little bit of a combination of both down uh, at Circa. Uh, you know, the corporate side's got some some very you know beautiful properties, and you know they got to figure out ways to pay for them. Now, I'm not a you know an advocate of some of the pricing models that are out there, but again, that's people's choices. As operators, it's also people's choices as visitors. So the fact of the matter is, you do have choices out there, and it's like if you're. Sh- I always tell people, right, Brad? We talk about it on <laughs> on this show a lot. Shop shop for the best price in a game. Shop for uh, shop for your your best prices in. Uh, and what you're looking for in terms of a stay or in terms of a resort. But speaking of shopping, i got to throw this in there, too, because I know you're coming up against another break. I'm paying attention to you, Blessing. Uh, top point, Nickel Vig uh, on oh, Sweet yeah. 16 sides. Great. Yeah, 105 for the uh, uh, you know team versus team. That reeks uh, of Jimmy spread. Vaccaro. Oh, it goes back a few. That's a... Jimmy Vaccaro, uh, Chris Andrews, and, of course, uh, Michael Gaughan give the green light out there, so... Uh, 105 VIG on the sides uh, for the Sweet 16 and, and uh, beyond. Oh, that's be- that's a beautiful thing. The players love that. And then you're right, Vin, very good on the clock. Uh, we got about a minute, and I say this a lot during the week. If you're coming in from out of town, consider staying at a local's joint or downtown, and you can pop all around the valley. It's 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 the smallest big place in the world. You can get anywhere you need to be. But I also tell them, go where the locals go, and they'll love Oasis, yeah. and you've got that old school Vegas mentality. You get 5000 cash back to all the loyal players that play the machines 24-7, the kitchen, the banquet room for baseball drafts, football drafts. It's a great place, Vinny, and you know they're going to be loving life with this hoops. I know they did over the first weekend. Oh. Uh- they did, bro. You know, we had the uh, drawings last week. The uh, ten five hundred dollar giveaways went really well. Good, uh, good response to the tournament. Got the other gaming promotions coming up this week, and uh, before you know it, we'll have another five thousand dollar giveaway. But uh, yeah, that's uh, John. John Gone uh, is like his dad. You know, he wants a nice atmosphere with value, and that's what he provides with the Red Oasis. You're the man, Vin. Always a pleasure. At VCN Vinny, he's a great follow on Twitter. Thanks, pal. We'll talk next week. We're up against Stevie. the break. Take care. All right, bud. We're coming back on Series 204 in a moment. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Is joint pain keeping you down? It's time to bounce back with the help of Uzu CBD+. That's Y-U-Z-U-C-B-D-plus.com. Featuring gummies, delicious chocolates, capsules, and lotions, Uzu CBD Plus is your number one choice for all natural pain relief. Tired of side effects from prescription pills? Take pain management into your own hands the natural way. Use the promo code BLESSING for 10% off your first order and free shipping on orders of $100 or more, plus products for pets too. Visit UzuCBDPlus.com today. You're listening to Vegas Sportsbook Radio with Brian Blessing on Sports Grid Radio, Sirius XM Channel 204. All right, we're soldiering on on a Tuesday here. Sports Grid Radio Network Series Channel 204 from the KSHP Studios in Las Vegas. Vegas Sportsbook Radio, Brian Blessing, Stevie Slapshot. What do you think? You want to go to Cleveland? Yeah, let's go to Cleveland. Let's go to Cleveland. Adam Burke joins us, ATS.io. We got a lot on the plate. What'd you make of the first 
Wait. Mr. Burke. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I, I don't know. I got a little bit of lag here on my end. But, uh, yeah, NCAA tournament, you know, everyone roots for the upsets. Everyone roots for the Cinderella's. But then you wind up with some Sweet 16 games that uh, don't look as good as they could have been. So, uh, you know, obviously the big story being the Big Ten and, and how poorly the Big Ten played in the, in the first two rounds with only one team left standing in Michigan and, and how great the Pac-12 has played. But, you know, I'm just kind of ready to turn the page and see what these Sweet 16 games bring. The one that's interesting to me, and yes, they're playing at a very high level right now, um, Oregon State against Loyola, and we're seeing Loyola a six-and-a-half-point favorite. That's going to be a fun game because Loyola, their offense is just so it's so basic, but it's so creative that every possession they manufacture a good shot. Man, you talk about well-coached, and Oregon State's the team on a tootsie roll. Yeah, you know, for Loyola Chicago, somebody's going to give Porter Moser a Brinks truck and just park it in his driveway and, and say, please come coach us. Uh, the guy's phenomenal. And, you know, he's had some pretty underappreciated, under, you know, uh, just under-recruited guys that have wound up playing really, really well for him, uh, both in Missouri Valley Conference play and in the tournament. I actually like Loyola Chicago in that game. It's a big spread with a low total. But for me, I think Oregon State, you know, the the extended layoff here of just kind of hanging around in Indianapolis, only being able to practice, all of that, you know, with the run that they're on, I think you'd just rather keep playing games as opposed to having a bunch of downtime. So I think they could kind of hit a wall here coming up on Saturday. It is so cool to see because it's a lost art. The Cameron Crutwig kid. When you can have a big man that the offense revolves around, and we know that the NCAA tournament is a guard-driven deal, but to have the combination of really good guards, but then to be able to really create options from the foul line extended with the big man, he's a treat to watch. Well, and it's nice, too, because, I mean, Porter Moser knows how to use him. Like you said, I mean, they're such a well-coached team that – you know, his high usage rate allows him to get, you know, clear looks at the rim or they can get clear jump shots on the outside. They get to the rim a lot, and Krautwig's a big part of that, whether he's dishing the ball or getting there himself. It's, like you said, it's it's a simplified offense, but at the same time, there's so much nuance to it that just makes them so dangerous. The Pac-12, we're seeing that the impact of what they've done as a group, Adam, and the numbers inflated in that regard. The one deal with USC and Oregon playing one another and people just jumped on USC. Yeah, they smoked Kansas. Well, I got news for you. Oregon smoked Iowa, but the last thing they saw was USC. Yeah, for me, I kind of like the under in that game. I you know, I thought it was interesting that USC was opening the favorite in that one and then got bet up. I think that's pretty interesting to take a look at because Oregon is a team that this wasn't really healthy in the first half of the season. Once they got healthy, they kind of took off a little bit. I like the under, though, because you've got a lot of familiarity there. Uh, USC had an out-of-body shooting experience in their last game. Oregon never plays at the tempo that they played with against Iowa. They'll probably revert back towards you know what they usually like to play at. I think the under is a, a good look in that game. and you know, I think that's a total that probably will keep going up a little bit. So I'm kind of waiting to see what the peak of the market is on that game. I wanted to spend a few minutes with you because you and I, we do your podcast on a, I join you once a week and you do it every day at ATS.io. It's always great stuff. But we do talk golf a lot when uh, I jump on with you. This is 
without a doubt, other than the Masters, and the British Open's pretty cool with the waking up early in the morning. But I, from a betting perspective, there's nothing better than the WGC Dell Technologies match play in Austin. A, the course is great, but the fact that you can watch them one day and apply what you watched the next day, and there are numbers that kind of fall through the cracks on you, I think you can go big game hunting from the outset, but there's action morning, noon, and night in this thing, Adam. It's it's a wonderful event. It's really blossomed into something special. Yeah, I think it's really great. You know, usually with most golf tournaments, you're, you're kind of trying to hope that you pick the winner out of a certain group of guys that you like. But, you know, this takes matchups to the extreme where, you know, all every day, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, you're playing a different guy in your group. So you get the chance to play those head-to-head matchups, kind of see what happens on Wednesday, see how a guy looks on the course, play on him or against him on Thursday. And, you know, I like the format, too, where you've got everyone put into different pools of players, and then you pull one guy from each pool, then that's how you come up with a group. So you get some really interesting group matchups, and and one of my favorites here is actually out of Group 11, Rory McIlroy and Ian Poulter, because... Some guys like the match play format. Some guys don't. Ian Poulter loves it. I mean, Ian Poulter has been very, very good in match play throughout his career. So that's maybe a first-round upset, potentially, where that could you know sort of give Poulter the chance to keep moving forward in this tournament. I think he's 43-18-5 in his career in match play as a he's professional. Plus a dollar, he's plus $1.50 in the matchup. And the one thing is with McElroy, you know, can he win it? Sure. But the thing is, this is a birdie machine kind of deal. You've got to be flag hunting. And McElroy's wedges, you know, if the majority of guys on this tour, they're hitting wedges from 110 in, they're inside 10 feet. The weak part of McElroy's game is wedge play. And in match play, that's a real detriment. But I think the thing that's great is they changed the format, Adam, that the fluctuating future odds for the event, it used to be lose, bye-bye, now it's a round-robin thing, so a guy can lose his first match, and he's not done yet. Right, but that is one of the things that I took a look at in terms of you know maybe trying to pinpoint some guys to win this whole thing. And you know you do have to play what I think you play twice on Sunday or twice on Saturday, one of the two. Uh, so yeah. you know you got to play five days in a row, you know, and, and play six different matches. So it's kind of a war of attrition in some ways, but. You know, I looked at some of these groups. I tried to handicap some of the groups and see if I could pinpoint areas where you've got guys that have been really successful in match play against guys that really haven't. And, you know, a guy like Patrick Reed, for example, even though he's not in the greatest of form over his last few tournaments, he's with Joaquin Neiman, Bezadenhut, and then Bubba Watson. And, you know, Reed is a pretty good match play kind of player. And those other guys probably prefer stroke play more than anything. So I kind of looked at that from a handicapping process. No, Reed was actually a guy I, I really thought had a chance to win the whole thing. But I would say this, that from a betting strategy perspective, it's like March Madness. You've got the bracket. And the way I've always done this, one year I pulled it off where I got both guys into the final. And you're sitting there smiling you know, and get on with your day. But I tried to grab a future play coming out of each quadrant in the bracket. And you got to go big game hunting because you can make money on the favorites in matchups elsewhere. So in that vein, I took Garcia at 50, Fitzpatrick at 40, because I'm telling you, stroke play, he's always there, but he comes up just short. 
But if you watch Fitzpatrick from 10, 12, 15 feet, this guy is money. And you've got to be a good putter. And I think Fitzpatrick's a really underrated putter. Those are, you know, 40 and 50 to 1 aren't balloon prices, but they're certainly juicy enough. But then in the other brackets, I took a flyer with a guy like Kevin Streelman at 150 to 1. And Brendan Todd is another guy that can roll the rock. I got him at 125 to 1. So I've got a guy in each quadrant. And you're trying to just to get out of those brackets, and that sets you up for hedge opportunities at the end. Yeah, absolutely. The format for this tournament is is so great. And you know, Matt Kuchar's a guy that's kind of interesting at 125 to 1. Again, not in great form, but a really good match play player. I think he's 29, 18, and 7 all time in match play action. And that's what you need. Like you said, you, know, you find a guy that can get out of group play, and then you give yourself some options and some opportunities for the weekend. Brian, you and I were also talking about Jordan Spieth because he putts sure. so well as a, as a possibility. What do you guys think about Sanjay M? Always like top 15, top 20 in tournaments. How does he do in match play? I mean, I love the kid, Adam, but he did. The one thing I would say, he played very, very well in the President's Cup. So I wouldn't discount his chances. Yeah, young guy. You know, he plays a lot. He plays in a lot of tournaments, plays against a lot of good fields. Should probably be pretty unflappable. And I don't think his group is that bad. He's with Victor Perez, Mark Leishman, and Russell Henley. I think it's a pretty good group for him to come out of and you know give himself a chance to be live going into the weekend. You know, the other guy, it's funny. I'm going right back to the same bracket you were involved with. And now I think about it, I'm going back to that President's Cup. Because I remember saying there were the young guys that played well at the President's Cup. Watch them when they get back on tour. Sure enough, well, Reed had played well. Reed won. Cameron Smith won, M won. Uh, there were a handful of other guys that played well. It's funny, in that same grouping you were talking about, uh, McElroy, Lando Griffin, Ian Poulter, Cam Smith played really well in the President's Cup, and this kid's knocking on the door, and he is a machine on the greens. Yeah, I tell you what, if he gets out of that group, he'll earn it. I mean, you know, Rory is a guy well-versed in match play. Poulter, as I mentioned, probably the best active player in match play with Tiger Woods now on the shelf. So, you know, you'd have to be getting a really favorable price on Cam Smith. But, you know, if you think there's some value there, it's certainly uh, he'll be battle-tested by the time he comes out of that group. That's for sure. All right. Can't wait for the golf to get started. Let's just uh, give you the opportunity. Baseball's coming, and we're thrilled to be able to call on you as the new season's about to begin, regular season wins and all the information. But I know you put a lot of work in to your preseason baseball report. Why don't you tell the folks about that? Yeah, 2021 MLB betting guide over at ATS.io. Uh, there's also a link to get the PDF from my Google Drive. That's at, at Skating Tripods uh, on Twitter. Uh, comprehensive breakdown of all 30 teams, a lot of different futures markets, all those kinds of things. And you know, I've been studying up on what's happening in spring training and kind of looking at some of the injury updates and all that, and uh, I'm, I'm very, very excited for that season to start in nine days. No, and we're going to be calling on you a lot, and it's cool. You get the PDFs and all the cool stuff. Stevie hands out flyers in the parking lot. I just think there's no better website slash Twitter account than skating tripods. I love that. I what, what, was that. The, what was the genesis of that? Uh, the beer league hockey team I used to play on. Aha. I'm retired now, though. <laughs> yeah. The body breaks down. It happens. Yeah. Yeah. One, Shoulders, once I kept getting, concussions. I kept getting walked by guys that had no stick handling skills whatsoever because my foot speed had gotten so slow. So it's like, you know what? I'm done with this. Oh, I never minded getting walked. I just minded getting hurt all the time. 
<laughs> I mean, I literally got to the end of my hockey career. I mean, I needed the the bandana and the drum, the bloodstained <laughs> bandana. And the, it was like every night it was a mash you. Adam Burke, ATS.io, always great stuff. We appreciate you taking time to join us, Adam. We'll yap at you next week, pal. Absolutely, guys. Take care. Adam Burke, our good friend, kind enough to join us. Thanks to Vinny Malioli. In hour number two, Tony Neville from Treasure Island will join us. And his Arkansas Razorbacks are breathing. He warned us about Abilene yeah. Christians who that they just ran into the buzzsaw there. Yeah. It's funny, the Cinderella's, a couple of them soldiered on, and a couple others got the Sasquatch put uh, Sasquatch yeah. foot put on a pretty good. All right, in the next segment. Are you ready? We've got the scream, we've got the gavel, we've got the injury report. That's coming up from Stevie next. Vegas Sportsbook Radio, Sports Grid Radio Network, Sirius Channel 204. Don't go anywhere. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Is joint pain keeping you down? It's time to bounce back with the help of Uzu CBD Plus. That's Y-U-Z-U-C-B-D-plus.com. Featuring gummies, delicious chocolates, capsules, and lotions, Uzu CBD Plus is your number one choice for all natural pain relief. Tired of side effects from prescription pills? Take pain management into your own hands the natural way. Use the promo code BLESSING for 10% off your first order and free shipping on orders of $100 or more, plus products for pets too. Visit UzuCBDPlus.com today. We're back with you. <laughs> We're at Vegas Sportsbook Radio. Stevie's ready to rock and roll. So is Chris Bavona with the sound effects for our injury report. It's brought to you by, uh, daily by Uzu CBD Plus, featuring gummies, delicious chocolates, capsules, and lotions. Uzu CBD Plus is your number one choice for all natural pain relief. Trust me, the stuff works. Use the promo code BLESSING, 10% off your first order. Free shipping on orders of $100 or more. Have at it, boys. All right. So Golden State plays Philadelphia tonight in the NBA, but you'll get no curry with that. No curry for you. My life. My life. Steph Curry has a tailbone injury. He's out. His brother, Seth, has an ankle injury, also out. We'll move to Brooklyn, where we told you uh, yesterday that uh, Irvin is out at least for the next three games. James Harden. My life. My life. Has a neck injury. It's not his leg. He's questionable tonight. We'll move to Orlando. Mo Bamba. Orlando has no Mo Bamba tonight. He's out with a toe injury versus Denver. For Indiana, Malcolm Brogdon. Has a back injury. He is questionable for Wednesday's game against Detroit. Indiana, by the way, also taking offers on Malcolm Brogdon. Uh, let's see. Boston. Ta- uh, Jason Tatum. Missed last night's game with an illness. It's not COVID. He's questionable Wednesday versus Milwaukee. Really quick. In the NHL uh, for Washington, Alex Ovechkin. Lower body injury, questionable Thursday against New Jersey. Did not practice today. Oh, the injuries start to pile up in hockey. Yeah, but Toffoli also out for Montreal. All right. 
Thanks to Chris Pavona. It's a treat to team up with him. He does such a great job for us. We've got hour number two. The big man, Tony Neville, is in studio from Treasure Island. We take a very short break, and we come back with hour number two of Vegas Sportsbook Radio, inviting you to stick around right here on the Sports Grid Radio Network and Sirius Channel 204. Coming back to Vegas in a moment.